Are you ready to tell me everything? <laughs> Did he watch your Instagram story? He was the first to watch it, girl. Ghost him. Stop. Block him. <laughs> Support for Tell Me Everything with Lands is brought to you by Manscaped. Guys, I am so excited about this new sponsor slash partner. Guys, Manscaped, if you don't know already, is the best in grooming and hygiene for your man. Ladies, Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for you and your man's grooming needs. For anyone out there who has come across that hairy bush, you're in luck because Manscaped just launched in the UAE with their fourth generation trimmer, the La More 4.0. Make sure your man... Guys, man, your man, your friend, your husband, your boyfriend, whoever it is, joins the 4 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped. I have an exclusive offer for you. Girls, I always hook you up. Men, you too. Enjoy 20% off with code LANZ20. That is LANZ20. Use use it at manscaped.com and enjoy and thank me later. Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me Everything with Lance, episode 24. Guys, I have a guest on here today and I just met her 10 minutes ago, but I really love her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you a little story. So I was sitting at work a couple weeks ago and my coworker Linda was like, was like listening to the song and I'm like, girl, put it louder. She was like, yeah, okay, like in the middle of the office. Mm -hmm. And it was seeing your eyes and your latest single, mm-hmm. single, yeah, single, single. single. <laughs> and I was like, I like got so emotional and I was like watching the video and this like visual artistry <laughs> come to life. And I was like taken aback. I started tearing up. I had to go to the bathroom oh, no. and I was like, are you okay? Like, what did I do? And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. This song is very emotional. <laughs> Anyways, guys, Michelle gets you in your fucking feelings and I am hooked on this song. She is a regional rising artist, um, and she puts you in your feels, so we're going to discuss everything of that and more. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So um, for people who don't know your background Mm -hmm. and how you ended up in Dubai, can you give a little bit of a summary of how you've ended up here? Yeah, definitely. So I grew up in Lebanon, Mm -hmm. born and raised, and then... Yeah, <laughs> shout represent. Out. <laughs> shout out. And then uh, I I studied in AUB like every other Lebanese person. <laughs> True. I did my bachelor in nutrition. Then I went to the UK for a year. Did my oh my, God, my you did nutrition. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. but I do not follow it at all. Oh my god, <laughs> pizza is my diet. Hell yes. Oh my god. And then uh, I did food science as a as a master's, and then from there I was I wanted to stay in the UK, mm. but then I had to go back home because I couldn't find a job at the time there. Mm. And then worked a bit in Lebanon, and then I was trying to find a job anywhere else because, yeah. like you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I I got a job at the Nestle Kit Kat factory. Cool. Were you cool. eating a lot of Kit Kats during work? <laughs> you're like girl you don't even no know idea. it was it was bad it was I, really I, I can bad. imagine i can honestly imagine yes but also don't put a person who has an eating disorder in a fucking chocolate factory this is true <laughs> this so is bad. true yeah so i couldn't control myself in the end i was like i need to get the fuck out mm. of there um it was a great job it was a great environment but then i was like i need more because i was doing very like labor work yeah um then i went into like food and beverage consulting mm for three years now and then now i'm like still kind of doing that 
resigned like a month ago and then going into a job that's also food and beverage but that's what I'm doing here in Dubai um two three years ago when mm-hmm. I was still at the Kit Kat factory uh, I met this uh, this guy who's now like one of my closest friends mm-hmm. and uh, he introduced me to what is like uh, open mics and then the the scene in, in the music here he has nothing to do with music he's not an artist at Shut all up. no creativity <laughs> <laughs> You're like, he's nothing gonna to kill leave. me. He has literally <laughs> nothing to do with it. And he's like, he has an open mic. That's yeah. hilarious. And he and he introduced me to, to also like a singer. So from there, I kind of like started putting myself out there because I was so depressed eating Kit Kats and chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what at uh, at Nessie that I was like, uh, I need to do something about music. Yeah. I used to be extremely shy. I used to like, you put me on a stage. I'm like shaking. I become all red. People used to like ask me before to sing. I'm like, okay, but you have to close your eyes or turn around. Do not stare at me. Wow. So, yeah, it was bad. It was very bad. And then um, and then from there, I kind of like pushed myself to do the, the open mics. You know, you grow up in Khalas. You kind yeah, of like yeah. get over this phase. And like the rest is history. Well, when did you realize that you had a good voice? Like did someone tell you like, by the way, Michelle, your voice... Wow. Was so, it your mom? Like, like I have this memory, but yeah. I don't know if it's if it's real or mm. if I dreamt it. But I have this memory of when we were back in Lebanon, we had like a village house uh, in, in the village. Mm. Um, and I remember I was like, this is the memory. I'm just like literally yeah, describing yeah, yeah. it. I don't know if it's a fact or not. And I'm just singing and I see my mom storm out of the room where she was in. She was like, oh my God, you have a nice voice. Mm. And then from there they started, I think I was like three or four years old. Oh my God. And then they put me in, uh, in uh, like vocal classes piano lessons uh, guitar lessons I actually started training as like an opera singer like my first what? vocal coach was an opera singer and I was like I love it but also I don't want to be an yeah, opera yeah, singer yeah, you're like, oh, but like, so it's it down a yeah, bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> when I was four I literally told yeah, you yeah. <laughs> You actually invented it at your yes, when you were I four. Did. You I invented did. it. 100%. Thank you for giving me the credit. One hundred percent. I mean, there it is. You got the credit. So yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how it started. So like when you were like in middle school, high school, were they were, were your parents pushing you like do the variety show? Do the you know what I mean? Like no, no, no not at all. You know how like. Uh, um, the Arab culture and Arab parents are. It's yeah. not that they weren't supporting me when I wanted to do something. When I wanted to do something, there was like they were like, yeah, okay, we'll put you there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I moved a lot because I I was this type of uh, like kid who I would try something. If it was too hard, I would let it go. I would give up straight mm-hmm. away. Um, I kind of outgrew this, thank God, because otherwise I wouldn't be where I am today. <laughs> but... Uh, um, what was the question? Oh, my God. It's fine. Sorry. It's uh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> And I did like 9 p.m. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No, I'm just curious if like you were like put in shows because you were saying that, you know what I mean? Like you said that you like hated when people Mm -hmm. were looking at you saying you were kind of like, "Uh, don't look at me. So so they didn't put me uh, through shows and they weren't like, oh, I want my kid to be like a star when she's 12. But when I used to to be in school, I used to always fight with my mom because Mm. when I had to study math and I suck at math i hate me math. too by the way Still i'm the worst I'm one the worst. plus one not yeah, two yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't exist <laughs> yeah, no. and uh i used to i used to cry and be like i don't want to do this anymore just put me in a, like a music conservatory i just want to do music i just want to be a singer yeah and she's like no uh you can sing if you want but you need to like study you need to get an education now 
now I don't regret it at of all. Course. Like yeah, I yeah, have yeah. a backup plan and this is what actually is is like me having a job because of that education is allowing me to actually like put that money into And practice your passion and music. yeah on the exactly. side yeah yeah. So no they didn't push me but now if you ask them like they're extremely supportive. They were always supportive. Yeah. But they just didn't want me to go through something that they know would have been very hard if I actually just did music. Fair. Fair enough. So when you, so you went to this open mic, let's go Mm -hmm. back to Nestle Mm -hmm. Man. Mm -hmm. You went to, (laughs) let's go back to Nestle Man. You went to this open mic and you were like, did you like, were you like, all right, bitches, move aside. I'm going on stage. No, of course not. Okay, so what happened? (laughs) You were like, we just watched people and you were like, I'm going to do this next. Uh, yeah, so we all went. It was like a group of people with Nestle Man. Nestle Man is a new thing, by the way. <laughs> Always a mine. You're going to love it. <laughs> and uh, and we, we sit down and uh, they're like, okay. And I was so not ready. I was like, I cannot, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. Mm. And I go, I put my name on my, I'm so like, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. But I had the backing tracks. Uh, and then they call my name. I actually don't remember that night. I have videos of it, but I remember wow. like... I went on stage, I started singing. Obviously, I was shaking, but I was like, Halas, like, I need to do this. Yeah. And it was nice. Like, the response was good. Obviously, I wasn't the best the way I was performing because I was I was stressed. But I went off stage and I was like, okay, I, like, I feel like I need to, like, push myself mm. to actually do this more often because also um, it was at Pizza Express with okay. Go Play the World. Oh, my God, I remember, like, this Pizza Express thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was literally because they had moved from another Pizza Express, I think, in, or Tribeca and Marina. They mm. moved to Business Bay. It was walking distance from my house. I had no excuse. No so way. I was, I was telling myself, I'm going to go every, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. Every Wednesday. So yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I'm going to go every Wednesday. I'm going to try to go every Wednesday and really like put myself out there so that I, I get used to really be in front of people and, and sing. And I did. I didn't go every Wednesday, but I kept on like, taking my sister and mm-hmm. going. And then I started meeting the people there, talking to them. And I was like, okay, I feel like I can do this. I didn't know that I was going to do it um, professionally to mm. me it was still like I'm just a cover artist I'm just gonna go sing now in restaurants or whatever but then um, <clears throat> one day there was uh, Big Hass and uh, you know Moflo and uh, yeah, yeah 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 they posted He's like this the Dubai thing. OGs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they posted this thing about uh, D3 Unplugged. I think it was their first uh, their first event that they mm. were putting as D3 Unplugged. And um, they had this sort of competition where they were like, post yourself singing publicly and then just tag us. And then you can be you can open up for Hamza Hausawi at the time. Who's oh, from wow. The, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? I, I was going to post something anyway. So mm-hmm. might as well just like tag them just in case. And then. Big has texts me, like messages me on my DMs and I'm just like, Oh my god, it's happening. So I go there and I perform. I, wow. I, I was that person who, who got the like open Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. And <clears throat> sorry. And from there I uh, I met AY. Okay. And I like I spoke to him and I was like, What is music production? I don't yeah. know. And I <laughs> You're like, I don't even know what this is. No, yeah. and I didn't even know how to write songs. I never even sat down and write a song. But then I spoke to him. We set a date to, to actually like go for me to go into his studio. I think it was like a month or two after. Mm-hmm. And I walked in. And from there, it was so fast. Like the way I wrote that first song and then just like kind of continued. I was like, oh, shit, I can do this. So yeah. have you does confidence play a big part in this? And I, I want to kind of touch on that. Oh, yeah. Like, have you like <clears throat> was there a point in your life that you're dealing with heartbreak or whatever it was? And like your confidence was low, but you still were like. Like there's like, you know, there's always trauma when it comes to confidence. Like mm-hmm. I had trauma from my ex-boyfriend yeah. and then it's like to go into another relationship, mm-hmm. you know, that trauma sticks with me. Mm-hmm. Has there been a time where you felt that trauma really kind of 
like lowered your confidence and then how did you push through to mm. make your confidence high again because you're extremely talented but how did you yeah. i guess realize that for yourself mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um okay the, the thing the thing with me is that i'm not so i got heartbroken and mm-hmm. i say this like this because it wasn't really like heartbroken um this year for the first time in my life i'm, I'm 27 so years old no no it's fine like i actually i embrace it sucks it's but horrible. it helps you grow girl but i wrote a, <laughs> i wrote a whole album there about you it. fucking go that is your revenge go so, get revenge bodies this is your fucking revenge i love it <laughs> but see it wasn't heartbreak of like oh we 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 kind of like drifted apart because of it was bad just yeah it was like circumstances it was actually like a sad heartbreak mm. um but i I found that writing it, even if I was like really in a bad place, just putting things on paper mm-hmm. and making making songs about it, or just not even making songs, just writing things down, is just very cathartic. Yeah. Um, obviously, confidence wise, I like I can't do anything about it. I had to like push through it. But mm-hmm. um, in the beginning, when I started the first song that I actually wrote, um, it wasn't about anything or anyone. I actually, if you ask me to today to just write the read the lyrics i'm like i have no idea what i was talking about mm. i think to me it doesn't even make sense it doesn't have any structure um most of my songs are always about either like exaggerated events that happened because i was never in a relationship relationship mm. i'm that that type of person who i don't want to get heartbroken so i was like the one who put my guard up and i'm always like the one who breaks hearts rather than the opposite mm. so um but that's interesting because you're vulnerable in a different mm, way because mm. you're vulnerable through your music. Yeah. But I oh guess being God, yeah. being vulnerable in a relationship mm. scares you, which is mm. interesting because mm. you're so, I mean, when you look at your lyrics, Michelle, girl, you're fucking vulnerable yeah, with like people who are listening to you. <laughs> so you got like 30,000 views on something. Like I, I was watching one of your videos now before you came. Like you have a lot of people and that's a lot of vulnerability to be sharing. You know what was, I mean? I was scared at first. There's really? There's one pack actually that I... There's one. So the first song, I knew that it because it wasn't something that I went through. Yeah, it was kind of like the fair and fair because you're not there. That's like the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was talking about someone, but it was there was no heartbreak. There was no like, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't hurt, but yeah. I exaggerated that in the song. The next song is about more of like a physical relationship, nothing that has to do with like vulnerability. Yeah, and then the third song also, and then the fourth song also, I think. But then you 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 go at, like I kind of like. Um, um, progressed with mm-hmm. my songs and my lyrics that I was like I felt comfortable putting out putting my vulnerability out there it was scary because I was like oh my god I'm like literally telling people that I'm depressed yeah when I am or even when I'm not they're just gonna think that I'm the depressed girl mm-hmm. I have every single person every single time tells me so when are you gonna make a happy song I'm like I don't want to make a happy song I'm, I'm a happy person when you meet me like I'm 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 not depressed with like now yeah for yeah, yeah yeah but I do, like, we all have that side. I do of have course. that side. I have that, like, dark side that I don't want to show yeah. to people. But the only way I can actually show it is through my music, which is very weird to me because I would have never, like, now, these songs that I wrote about, like, what, what happened now, that album, I'm actually shit scared to, to put it out there. But I am going to because I know that a lot of people can actually relate to it. So that's kind of like what and it's healing. Me to put it out. Exactly. I think it's healing for you it and is. healing for people to yeah. listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I feel that way with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I talk about a lot of uncomfortable shit mm-hmm. and about my po- bo- body image issues, insecurities, heartbreak, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And I'll do solo episodes and I'll talk about it. And that, it's yeah. fucking uncomfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. But 
I, I feel like I'm healing and I'm healing with someone who's listening to it being exactly. like, I can relate to that. Exactly. And I think that's the same with your music. Mm. I think people can relate to it. I think you're exactly. healing people through your through yeah. your voice. <laughs> Girl, can I be a singer? No, I try. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anyone can be a singer, by the way. Really? You, you think so? Yeah, you can train your voice because your vocal oh, cords are like a muscle. That's you know? true. You can. So, yeah. Um, Never too late. I wanted to ask, so... Mm. You went to AY producer, AY mm-hmm. producer. I said that so seriously. You went to AY producer, yes. um, and you've never written a song before. No. Like, what do you like? What do you mean? Like, did you write? Did you literally pick up a pen and paper and was like, "I'm just gonna write a bunch of thoughts and see how it all connects"? Like, how did that creative process start? Because, like a muscle, like your vocal cords, mm-hmm. I think it's a muscle in your oh, brain. Yeah. You have to train. Oh yeah. When I when I read my lyrics, like the first song, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so cringe." <laughs> and now, like, I'm, I try to be more like philosophical, yeah, metaphor, yeah, yeah, metaphors, and I don't know what. Um, so the first time I actually went into the studio, I. I think it was more of us uh, like meeting each other and mm-hmm. talking because when you talk to like a producer, you really have to click. And also it's kind of like a therapy session because... Oh my God, really? Yeah, because you, you tell each other stories and then through what you tell the producer, he tries to like put it into into music because mm. it's not just about the lyrics. It's also about like the mood of the song. So I I think we, we worked on something that I think we never put out. It was actually a beat that was very different to what I've always done because every time I sing cover songs or I listen to music... Yeah. They're slow, depressed, depressing music, obviously. <laughs> like, surprise, no surprise there. And uh, he did something that was a bit more upbeat. Okay. And I was trying to write on it. I have, I think, voice notes also of me, like, singing to, to that beat. And then I was like, okay, um, let me just take it home and try to, like, work on it. Because I'm I'm someone who works alone. So yeah. when I write, I cannot write with other people. Mm. I've tried it before. Uh, and I'm trying now to k- kind of do that more because then I'm just going to become so repetitive with my lyrics. And I don't want that. Um. So I went home and I just sat down on that beat and I was trying to, to, to do something on it and I couldn't. So I was so frustrated. I was like, I, I'm very hard on myself. Mm. So I was like, uh, oh my God, I'm so pissed. So I sat down at the piano and I started just going through chords because yeah. I, I had started learning about just the chords. And I went through chords and um, I came up with a melody of Fair and Fair. And, and I was just singing gibberish because I'm better at melodies before before um lyrics, lyrics so yeah. when i come up with something if i make you listen to some of my voices you're like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like is that even a word in the dictionary no it's not sometimes i'm like what the hell is this oh mean? my god i want like a video of this like i want you to be like like i just want to see a video i feel like it'd be the funniest shit ever i have a few but you'll never see them or maybe one day one day maybe one day get more drinks in my yeah 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 exactly next time we are going for drinks that is it. that is it <laughs> and uh and yeah i wrote that i was like shit okay wow what is that i love the melody and i came like in that gibberish i was like it's not fair when you're not there so i went to him the next time and i was like listen i i came up with this can we do something on that because i'm and we put the other one to the side because i don't i don't know yet how to to go about that yeah. one and yeah we just did fair and fair so what was your question again <laughs> by the way i forgot and i'm like so mesmerized by this story i'm like wow i'm like I she put gibberish and then she made fair and fair fair and fair like how did this even happen <laughs> i was like i like i just like became so and like fatuated right now <laughs> i like don't even understand how that happened <laughs> what do you mean like you like said this word and then you went to the studio and it was a song like yeah. that's crazy <laughs> not like that but yeah sort of like, like kind that. of so i have a question so you're saying that in your songs like they could have happened physically to you or like not to you Mm. right so Mm -hmm. take me through that so when it actually happens to you so say this like this heartbreak Mm -hmm. that you went through this year Mm -hmm. 
how do you like categorize your feelings, mm-hmm. making sure you're healing? Because Adele, let's talk about Adele for a second. Mm-hmm. Once that divorce, oh and now God. she has like a freaking album that's coming out. Everyone's going Did crazy. Did you watch that video of the with proposal? The proposal? I cried my fucking eyes out last I night. I hate myself because I cried. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have <laughs> never <laughs> cried ever when it comes to proposal. I don't want to get married. I do not. Oh, really? Like, okay, fine, fine. We'll discuss that later. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sister sent it to me this morning. I'm like, fuck my life. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I, well, I was in bed at 1 a.m. Couldn't go to sleep. I was like, <laughs> I said it to my fiance. I was like, fuck you for not proposing to me like this. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, man? Standard you couldn't get Cardi now. B like got got <laughs> like in the back. I love Cardi B. Okay? okay, everyone like makes fun of me, but I fucking no, love no, musical no, no, genius. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> she is a genius. Okay? I'm not judging. I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, compared to Cardi B, it's like fair enough. Fair enough. No, no, 100% fair enough. No, but it's like you see her, she went, she's going through a divorce, whatever. Yeah. And then she's like putting that in her music. And like she said, it took two, three years. Mm. So are you the type of girl, since it just came, happened this year to you, like you're like, happen song? (laughs) Or you know what I mean? Like, is it like happen song? Or is it like happen simmer on the emotion it makes me feel like shit i'm sad song you know what I, like what's that creative process it was like? that like the simmer in my emotion uh, yeah song but it kind of like happened multiple times because interesting um, it was <clears throat> like i like the way you asked this question because i didn't even think about it this way but now that i think about it when i when i kind of remember the songs that i've written they're very also um specific to a moment let's mm-hmm. say so it's like you know when you go through a heartbreak you keep like remembering like like things just like coming things yeah, yeah exactly so whenever that would come and i'm like okay i'm sad whatever i'm remembering this memory i don't know what and i'm like uh, like i start I, i'm like oh my god i need to sit on my piano so i like sit on the piano mm-hmm. and then i do that or um i use splice which is just a it's a website where you have like a lot of sounds and melodies and this cool. is how i write my songs sometimes i just find a loop and i just loop it and i just like um do make a song um off it um so yeah it was it was very like uh, oh today i'm sad or oh tomorrow i like remember that time with this person and it was great or i remember that time like specific time when uh, we we saw each other for the last time i don't know what like yeah 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 my god i like i'm cringing at myself <laughs> so much I no i'm like the less the, the least not the less the least cheesy person you will ever meet but like oh my god but like, i don't your songs aren't cheesy no thank that, god they're not cheesy at all they're vulnerable they're mm. real you can relate it's mm. not like I don't even know what I can't even think mm. of anything right now, but they're not like cheesy emotions. I'm you know glad. what I mean? You I'm can glad. feel with them. Mm, okay. How do you feel like? Because I mean, mm. I would assume you could tell me better that the record, the artist scene here, mm. musician, singers, whatever it is, is still up and coming. Like yeah. I wouldn't say it's established yet. Would I be wrong? No, it's not established yet. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like when you go when you look at the states or the UK or Europe? Mm. I mean, it's very established, very competitive. Do you feel like it is competitive here? Do you know a lot of the people in the scene? Is there a scene? Is it prominent? How do you feel like that entire society-ish? Mm. I mean, everyone talks about the scene here, right? There's mm. always like a scene. There's mm. a scene at Indochine or Miss Lily. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a scene in Dubai. Yes, yes. <laughs> is there a scene? Like, you know, like, I have no idea. There is. There, there is. is a scene. There is. Are there like the prominent characters of it who like yeah. run the scene or like... You, you have those. Yeah. Okay. You have those, uh, those guys because you have... Because I think it's more about how long they've been doing it for. Fair. Um, and like the OGs who really started yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And now you have like the up and coming ones. You have... Uh, and the thing is like, 
from what I hear, because I wasn't here before, but True. from what I hear, it was it was so much different before, where it was harder to get this exposure. It was harder now nowadays, and I see this even though I didn't know how it was before. Every single person is trying to like put artists out there, which mm. is great. But at the same time, personally, I think that it's like saturating so much that you don't know where to look anymore. It's so it's true. not really like focusing it on one thing where you can get like expats, for example. Like even you, you're you, you don't know about the others, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but why are you not interested? And this is this is the things that the, the challenges that I'm facing. Like how to attract people here who want to listen to my music because I can count on two hands the like if you want to call them like fans who are not artists. yeah 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 because now it's more about who supports us it's each other basically mm. and then 10 people who know all of us but they're like not really artists so they just support and they're there all the time um so i don't know it's really i i, I don't understand why like um expats who are used to you know when they're in the uk or Is in france yeah, yeah, yeah. going out looking at like watching live shows why do they not want to do that here why are they not asking like oh where do i go and watch someone like live scene here so like yeah, with kk like, for example mm-hmm. i wouldn't know about the scene here if it wasn't if for it wasn't him, for him yeah. to be honest because he's yeah. a friend of mine yeah. i work with him whatever so mm-hmm. i remember when he was like first starting out his nights like this mm-hmm. song um I went. Was to- it doomed from the start? <laughs> always gets stuck in the head. Always, right? Oh, I actually listened to it, but like, hey, I really hope you don't fucking listen to this. Thing. Like, oh, you listen to my song? No, but I like that's the only reason why I knew who Big Hass was. To be honest, mm-hmm. who. Any AY, mm. like all these people, I didn't even know they existed. I didn't even yeah. know a scene like this existed. That's so bad. And it's bad. Mm. And it's it's sad because I feel like there's a lot of potential there here for that scene to really be emerging, to mm. have artists like you really emerge i think it's about Mm. building that gap between people not knowing about it and Mm. people knowing it and there's a lot of people working on that yeah you hear a lot and people like reach out to us as artists like to try and like push us but i don't know i don't know why it's just not like it's slow but i think it's gonna get there because i think in general uh the way latin music kind of became a thing now arabic music is starting to become it is but that's also a problem for us because if i'm someone who will only sing in english I'm just like another person in the pool of everybody in the UK and in the US and Australia and Canada who sings English. You know? Have you ever tried to sing in Arabic? Uh, I have. My upcoming album will have a song in Arabic. Okay. Hopefully, if it sounds good, because my a- accent is like very French chic, mm. but there will be a French song. So, okay, I'm kind of like mixing it up. Well, you know, yeah. people tell me all the time if my podcast was in Arabic, I'd be bigger. Mm. And I'm like, I get it, but first of all, my Arabic is shit. Mm. But secondly, <laughs> Like, let's not even like I couldn't even do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even do the Arabic show, the show in Arabic. Uh, but I, for personally me, even if I worked on my Arabic and I really was like, okay, like I'm gonna work on my Arabic and be really good at it. Yeah. I think the substance of the show wouldn't be the same. And maybe you can yeah. relate to that with the with yeah. the song you're singing. I can express it, myself better in English. Exactly, sure it's, it's the same. It's the yeah. same. So, I, so would you say your biggest challenge right now in your singing career is exposure? What would mm-hmm. you say your that's your it biggest is. challenge? Yeah, it is. What are ways that you're trying to navigate through that? Um, the thing is, like, now I've kind of sh- shifted my... It wasn't my focus to begin with, but I've kind of shifted it to I don't want to make it big here. I'd rather, like, make it big wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to do it, like, step by step, goal by goal. So now, for example, whenever I'm going to release a song, I'm not just going to focus on doing all of my, like, PR here. Mm. I'm going to get PR in the UK. I'm going to get PR in France. I'm going to get PR in the US, Canada, whatever I can afford anyways. Yeah. Because, like, I wish yeah, I was yeah. rolling in money, <laughs> but not there yet. <laughs> 
And uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to try and focus on that. Um, I'm trying to also see if maybe I can I can do like a small tour in Europe where I can just like go and sing in live shows. I have a lot of friends who are in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my friend slash manager. I just find it very obnoxious when I say I have my manager. I wanted you to He's say that, though. Friend. I wanted you to be like your manager, girl. Like, my manager. Say that. Yes, like- <laughs> girl. Yes. He is your manager. Yes. But he's also my friend first. So that's why it's weird to me, you know? Uh, he's in Paris. So he mm. knows a lot of people there. So I feel like that's also my next move, maybe. So I like I'm thinking of a lot of things in the future, obviously not focusing here, but I am still here. So I still have to like kind of be like, known in the scene yeah, here. Yeah. Is social media helped you a lot? get exposure yes but not anymore because of the stupid alg- algorithm like, yeah the algorithm is screwed everyone yeah. are you on tiktok yes thank god i was gonna say girl i'm gonna question oh, our no. friendship i'm I'm the one who who tells people to get on tiktok okay me but too I, but i stopped now because i'm not consistent me too i'm literally the same during quarantine i was on my shit i was yeah. posting every day same. i was same. wow i was an animal now like i <laughs> now i have a life again i don't have exactly. time exactly. it's time consuming mm, and the algorithm is. doesn't really i mean it depends also because to me it was literally i i if you if you open my tiktok it's me my the phone is in front of my face and i'm singing so there was like mm. literally zero effort it wasn't about like when i tell people you have to get on tiktok it's not about making like doing the dances you will never see me do a dance on tiktok um, by the way my if entire thing is dances day, yeah but it's, it's because it's your personality <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, you, yeah, you know? yeah, like yeah. if you see me do a dance i'm like it would be like the most awkward thing ever um so so when i say like you use it to your advantage like i grew i grew a lot by mm. putting these, th- How these many videos 32,000. Wow. But they're, they're shrinking now because I haven't been posting for a long time. Yeah. But they, they was growing so fast. I was like, what the fuck? There's a huge potential. I was at 25K. Now I'm at 21.6K. But because I exactly. saw posts, I was like, I can't believe people actually go out of the way to your unfollow you. Yeah, it's weird. Right? It's, it's not weird. It's not like Instagram. Yeah, it's not like Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like Instagram. Like, actually, I don't, because, don't pop up anymore. Exactly. There's no story. They were like, they're like, they're like forget fuck about you. I from, this girl, Michelle, I'm going to unfollow her. She has not posted in two months. Like, how? I know, it's what so do you weird. mean? The community on TikTok is weird. I just it's don't understand. It's crazy savages yeah they are savages (laughs) i respect them but they are savages (laughs) i really do respect it um i wanted to ask you oh yeah what's the because we like jumped around three million things i have so many things to ask you um what's the biggest learning curve that you've seen in your journey with being you being an artist um Hmm. Like, was there a situation? Was your manager no no that's your manager but something happened like no it's fine uh hmm I can think of like two, three things. The mm. first one it was uh, about being vulnerable. Okay. Because I was this person who's like, I need to be strong. I cannot be vulnerable. I cannot cry in front of people, my friends. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like literally singing about being depressed and heartbroken. Yeah. So that helped me. And it like, I grew from it as like a person. Yeah. Aside from being an artist. And, and I love it. Like I, okay, I'm, I don't love being vulnerable. It sucks to have feelings and I wish I didn't have feelings. <laughs> but unfortunately I do. Um, and it helps. Like that's mm. what's helping me write. So I'm embracing it. That Yeah, that's the word. I'm embracing it. Uh, the second one was very... Um, it was more about networking because okay. I'm very antisocial usually. What's your I'm horoscope by the way? Sagittarius. Oh, interesting. Okay. So your birthday's coming up. So yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, I, I want to ask you, like, do you know what that means? Yeah, because my brother's a Sagittarius. Because? My brother's a Sagittarius. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know okay. male Sagittarius people, but mm. my my brother's very similar. Anyways. Oh, keep really? Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. Because sometimes when people ask me and I'm like, do you know what that means? Like, am I actually like a Sagittarius? Yeah, 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 yeah. like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, why did you ask? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm like crazy. Like, my fiance's oh, okay. a Scorpio. I'm like, 
Oh, like, you okay. men. <laughs> I'm like, how dare you? Scorpio He's... or not Scorpio? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so done with it. But uh, yeah, so networking because I'm, I'm, I don't like to, to push on people. I don't, I don't like to like follow up all the time. I don't like to be. Pushy. It's uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it can be uncomfortable. Like here, honestly, and no offense to anyone, but also very like you can find a lot of unprofessional people. Absolutely, and I can absolutely deal with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've learned also how to to do a lot of admin things. I thought that being an artist was literally just about singing. Oh my god, like It's singing not. is really like. 20% of it I'm sure I can imagine honestly it's horrible yeah it's hard it's a lot of work but it it it, it uh, you grow thick skin mm. from it and you just become very like hands-on it becomes a business technically so now I'm seeing it as a business more mm -hmm. than just like me singing and putting my songs out there so yeah those are have you ever been trolled on social media or someone said your song sucked or I don't like this video or I don't like your musical direction not yet not yet I had one, I had one or two people on TikTok comment once man they're assholes on I know, TikTok I know they, I they say shit all the yeah, time to me yeah, yeah yeah exactly I didn't take it personally but I was still like that's so rude yeah like you don't know yeah me, yeah yeah yeah. You know? like yeah when someone says i don't like your voice or i don't like your song i i appreciate it mm -hmm. because i know for a fact not everybody's gonna like my music not everybody's gonna like the type of music i make or even my voice i don't mind it i would rather you tell me oh i'm not a fan but don't say like you're shit yeah 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 you know what i mean it's fair rude. like not 100 percent. you don't know me that's yeah it. yeah, yeah. otherwise not yet no yeah no <laughs> haters yet do you think you're you're able to handle that i think you are Uh, yeah, but I'm still gonna get a bit hurt for sure. 100. Yeah. percent It's hard not yeah. to take it personal. Per yeah. I, I know people are like, don't take it. You don't even know them. But well, on TikTok, people say like, you dance like shit. You're ugly. You're and mm. like people say like, I'm ugly. I'm like, I'm like, bitch. Who the fuck are you? Like, like show and, me and your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even invite these comments. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 yeah. it's a lot. But I think you can handle it. I think once it comes your way. Yeah, because because to me, when like. I know that people project it's just insecurities coming from their side. Yeah. So as long as you know who you are, like you know that you're beautiful, you know that you're like, you, you know your worth. Yeah. Exactly. Khalas, you don't like, you, you get very phased. But it, What yeah. was your journey to self-worth? Ooh. Oof. Um, it was a lot of work. A lot, a lot of work. I was not confident at all before. I think music and putting myself out there really helped. Um, mm. Uh, I guess like getting some validation from people also I like, kind of like I was like oh, okay yeah, I am the shit. yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but then it was a lot of uh, self reflection and I used to like a lot of things now now I feel like it's a it's a it's very far from from where I am now like I feel mm. like it's it's been a while since I felt like this um, but I do a lot of things and I try a lot of things um, so when I had like my my body image issues mm. and my my like um, Oh my god, I'm losing my words now. My uh, eating disorder. Mm. It wasn't like an eating disorder. It was like it was binge eating, but binge okay. eating to the point where I was like very, very uncomfortable um, because I was literally drowning my sorrows in food mm. because I wasn't doing what I loved. As soon as I started music, it went away. It was so weird. Wow. It was so weird because I was actually doing something that I wanted to do. So I would f forget about eating when I used to like eat so much. Like I was, I was like literally like a vacuum i open my cupboards i eat everything i used to hide from my parents to eat to not feel judged because i was judging myself yeah so, so when i when i passed that then it was more about kind of like really like getting into myself first so i think a lot of um 
a lot of I, I, I read a lot about these things I I uh, try to to also I, I overthink everything mm. and I try to like analyze a lot of things and I try to be like this emotional intelligent pe- person yeah um, I like to think I'm very rational like I think with my head more than my heart mm-hmm. most of the time so also like um, having some like flings here and there with guys also taught a lot of taught me a lot of things about myself how I want to be treated how I want to like obviously the respect that I deserve yeah. from, like anyone should ask for it yeah and uh, yeah, I'm doing this thing called body talk healing. Which what is that? About. It's amazing. I have a friend, uh, Marwa, who told me about it. Okay. I think it was a year ago. No, less than a year ago. So basically, um, it's it's someone who will heal you, uh, heal the 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 parts in your body that are tense because of trauma. You know, I need this. So when you were talking about binge eating, I can relate to you 1 million percent. When Mm -hmm. I was in college, I was in a really toxic relationship Mm -hmm. and I was the biggest binge eater and I would feel guilty. I would hide from my parents when I come back from winter. Mm-hmm. I was getting called fat all the time from people that I went to school with were calling me fat. It was, but I was, I was binge eating because mm-hmm. I, the only way I saw love because I wasn't getting it from the relationship I was in was food. Okay. So it was like I was packing on the love mm-hmm. with food yeah. and that was my only source of comfort. Yeah. Um, this was in university. Then I lost <laughs> all the weight and now. I I am still in this roller coaster. Like I haven't perfected it yet. Mm, I'm still in a roller can't. coaster where I lose three kilos, I gain three kilos. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not like but twenty not... kilos like it was before, but it's like I lose, I gain, I lose, Same, I gain. But yeah. I but I'm unable to be okay with that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'm unable to be po- body positive, mm. and I try to be body positive with the podcast, yeah. with whatever, and I I'm very vulnerable on how like I've been dealing with my weight issues and my body image issues, but. It's it's hard. It's hard yeah. to feel like to be at that maintenance. I'm happy with the way I look. I get you. And I feel like Instagram, social media, whatever. I know this is very off topic, no, but no, it's no. a good conversation. Oh, yeah, it's no, a good conversation because I feel like a lot of women struggle with this. Oh yeah, 100%. a lot of. So do you feel like now that you have music and that was kind of your love? <laughs> I think that you're giving to yourself. Mm. Your body, this or um, eating disorder. Disintegr- like do you still have a little bit of it I do, do you feel oh. the relationship with your food isn't that that's what it is yeah so that, that's how I was also able to to really um kind of help myself go like grow out of it mm. it wasn't just the music but I was also very so I used to be this person who was always on diets I would have like a hundred tabs about how to lose weight Literally, I was studying nutrition yeah okay. <laughs> like, Where the way I what the fuck? <laughs> no seriously like what the fuck <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm like, wait, did she study it? <laughs> That's what I was like, telling you, but I'm not oh even sure she Oh my god! All. Okay. And uh, and um, and little by little, like I used to deprive myself a lot about a lot of things. At some point, I was the, the person who would eat a whole jar of peanut butter with a spoon mm. in five minutes every like two days. And feel guilt after. Yeah, obviously. Oh my yeah. god, a whole jar of peanut butter. Yeah. I, no, would, like, I would, yeah. wanted to throw up, yeah. but I'm like, I love this. I'm doing this to myself. I like to feel uncomfortable. And then little by little, I was like, you know what? I'm an adult. I need to stop eating like a fucking child. Mm. Um, and why can I not have a burger? I don't know. Honestly, I cannot even believe that the switch happened in me. I don't know how it happened. It just happened overnight. I was like, fuck, I'm out of this. Like, wow. Because now, um, if I want a burger, I'll have the burger. I'll allow it to myself. Mm. But I used to be that person who, if I have a burger, I'm like, I ruined my day. 
I'm eating shit now. I need yeah, to eat shit the so you day. continue. Yeah, I've been but in that now cycle. If I, now if I, yeah, and it's hard to. It's to, hard to, to get, get out yeah, of it. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you read, you you see those posts on Pinterest. Oh, but if you if if your phone falls and cracks, do you do you like uh, you drop it on dropping the it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those like yeah, yeah, things stupid that you keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. My God, I, I read really them. <laughs> I pin them. <laughs> no, no, I, I was that person before, and uh, and now I'm just like, okay, I want a burger. I'll have a burger, but I listen to my body. So if I have that burger and I'm still full, I don't have dinner. Mm-hmm. I used to also be that person who's like, I need to have breakfast, snack, lunch, yeah, snack, yeah, dinner. Yeah. Now I just I listen to my body. Where if I'm not hungry when I wake up, I'm not gonna eat. I'm, I'll have a cup of coffee, and I and I see if I'm still hungry. I'm like, okay, let me have like a small yeah. square of chocolate. So it's really about listening to what your body wants. Mm. Sometimes, yes, I do let go, where I'm like, I just want to like fuck things up, and yeah. I order a pizza and then a chocolate pizza, and I eat both of them. As you should. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> as you should. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I do this? Yeah. And I just like walk like a crippled. Person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm know. like, fuck it. I don't. I don't regret anything. Yeah. So. I just listen to to my body now. Yeah, yeah. It's just about about that. That's the most important, I think. I, I love think this body positivity talk. By yeah. the way, it's 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 we important. Have to. We it's have important to. to discuss it because I think a lot of yeah. women really go through this, and they don't. And it's not to. talked about, especially mm-hmm. in the Arab world. Yeah. U.S. has become pro- progressive over yeah. it, right? You got Lizzo on TikTok now, fucking killing it. But you sometimes have, they overdo it, and I hate they do. It. They do overdo yeah. it. You're right. Yeah. But I feel like the Middle East is definitely behind when it comes to discussing any of these. Like, how many times has my mom called me fat? lose weight oh yeah i can literally i couldn't even count them that's yeah. how many times it's not even like how many times they they it's before they say hi they're like before oh. they say and they comment on the way you look you lost yeah, weight or always, you gained weight right always. it's even lost weight it's, mm. it's it's still wrong in mm. my eyes it's still wrong oh, when you say is, someone you look beautiful you look mm. great in that dress you have to say you look super skinny in that dress yeah that's what's become the compliment in our that's heads true. now that's you true. look super skinny that's true you look really really good you know what i mean i'll tell you what also helps like in my in my case I, I'm surrounded by the, by a lot of people who are not like oh I'm on a diet they're very body yeah. positive uh, they're not the skinniest but they, they love their bodies and, yeah. and I'm inspired by them and uh, and there's one thing also I used to be that person I'm like my biggest like point that I hate about my body is my stomach and I'm like mm. why do I not have like a flat Girl, stomach <laughs> every single <laughs> right? Is, yeah, yeah, right yeah like why do woman, I not have a yeah. flat stomach but then I realized, so I had a colleague, she has like a like a model type of yeah. figure, but she still had a small like pouch. Mm. I'm like, huh, okay, so this is photoshopped, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't think of these things. When you see Instagram, you're like 100, and you see the videos, yeah, yeah, that yeah, can yeah. also be edited, but yeah. we don't know. You're like, um, yeah, I'm fat. Yeah. And then I saw her, and I kept on like observing other people and body shapes and everything, and I'm like... Like, what's the point of just focusing on that, like, flat stomach? Yes, I'll still have my insecurities. I still have days where I'm like, fuck my life. Even now, coming here, by the way, I felt like I ate a lot. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to, like, hide my stomach. And I don't what? know what. Girl, you look beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. No, but see, it's just, like, it's internal. Yeah, it's internal, you know? 100%. Um, so, but but I'm, I'm not like this anymore like every single day mm. but it still happens it's so normal so whenever that happens i'm like okay hasimor is a new day i'm just yeah. gonna like i'm just accepting things that i'm feeling now i think that's yeah. the most important because if you beat yourself up and you keep on like just every single day beating yourself up about the, the same thing you're just not even like finding a solution to it and yeah. that's where i was before in the end like you're not gonna get out of it obviously so you're it's just gonna be like, a snap toxic cycle it. it's a toxic exactly. cycle that's where i was yeah what is what is a piece of advice you would mm. give to aspiring men and women trying to make it in music? 
just start. <laughs> no, seriously. I love that. Stop making excuses for yourselves. Procrastination, because, I feel oh like, is the God. devil. I, I never started because it was like, oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to play the piano. I cannot sing. I cannot yeah. do covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there's YouTube videos about karaoke that you can just literally so like take out and start singing. To. Yeah. So what the fuck was I on about? I don't know. I think it was just excuses. So stop making excuses for yourself. Just put yourself out there. Start to ask questions. Reach out to people who are doing it and, and just take advice or even like learn from them. Even if you don't want to talk to them, just learn from them. See their traje- tra- trajectory, how they started. Like I, I learn a lot from people around me and also from people outside. Um, so yeah, that's my advice. Well, thank you, and Michelle, for coming on the show today. Thank you for this me. was, that was so amazing. Really, that was actually <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, I love talking I, to that you. Was, that was, we're gonna go for those drinks. Oh yeah, okay, Michelle, thank you for coming thank on. You. When people want to listen to your music, where can they look you up? Uh, pretty much everywhere on Spotify, on Anagami, Deezer, YouTube. I'm Michelle with a dot in the end, which mm. is gonna be very hard to find. <laughs> but you can just like go through my Instagram, listen yeah. to Michelle. Guys, at listen to Michelle. That's what yeah. she saved on my WhatsApp, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then all the links will take you there. It's just easier. Amazing. Thank you so Thank so you much, guys. Me. Thanks for tuning into another podcast episode of Tell Me a Thing with Everything with Lance. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on all podcasting platforms, and I will see you next week. Bye.